welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Prototypical Coach. Ahoy! Ahoy! What is new? Oh, I don't know. Some stuff, I guess. What? How's <laughs> very anticlimactic. Anyway, Aaron, what about you? Brandon, you know. switch. Brandon, Aaron, your turn. What's new? Um, I was just getting I was kind of chilling. We had the uh, OSSAA coaching clinic this week, and uh, went Monday and Wednesday for rule stuff for softball and baseball. Uh, softball practice. Our season starts August eighth, so coming up here uh, pretty quickly, and. Uh, just get ready for that. So that's you know, really all that's been new on our end. Uh, and all paperwork. And I forgot how much I hate changing jobs and like all the paperwork that you have to do in like order to do that new job, like all the insurance and um, like, you know, all the, all the things that you do for like, oh, what, how much would you like to claim? And do you want dental and all this stuff? And I was like, I. Uh, I got to put my routing number again. How many times do I got to put my social number down? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I kind of want to just stop getting new jobs and <laughs> stay in a place for one. So, <laughs> I, I think I've told this before, but I remember when I applied to um, a job, I, uh, I, I thought that I was putting in my wrong social security number because there were too many fours. And I was like, there's no way there's that many fours in it. <laughs> <laughs> then I like turns out the, there is <laughs> turns out there is yeah <laughs> uh, well I'm sorry yeah, you no, um, paperwork isn't bueno um, yeah it's the worst coaching clinics are if if, if you're listening to this it, this is basically summarizing every coaching clinic possible alright so <clears throat> Oh man, I can't believe there's a lot of guy like you in here. Oh, how's your team? Oh, we're not bad. And you go sit for four hours and listen to someone talk about grass. And that's about it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, the old. I guess don't let anybody in here. Man, yeah. that that never gets old. Wait, yeah, that gets old. Like, <laughs> coaching clinics are like it is cool to kind of like socialize and like talk with people, but like I'll sit there and. Like there's a few coaches that I talked to and they're like, they were pretty excited for me to be at a, like a really good school. And like, we're pretty happy for me. And I was happy not to be able to play them because they always like kick their butt in every sport. So, um, <laughs> but I was like, Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to play you next year. And they're like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. but it, it is kind of a weird, like, it's kind of, it feels like a, now, I don't say like fraternity, but it kind of feels that way where like most of these coaches have been like coaching against each other for like a really long time mm. and like they know each other like very well. And like I only know like like a handful of people, but like I just get there and I'm just like, oh, hi, I definitely don't know who all these famous people are. Because um, there's definitely the people that's like, yo, man, this guy's like won like 2,000 games and like he's like in the coaching hall of fame. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to find where the bathroom is. Um, but it is kind of cool because they, they do these things every year where you have to go in, especially if you're a head coach, 
you have to go and sit on the the rules meeting, which is either like they change terminology or they change like new rules and like there's a sign of things that you have to do. And then there's like business meetings where they do like redistricting. And then they have a bunch of like speakers for various sports that you can go and listen to. Like we will listen to one college baseball coach talk about drills that to do. And then we went in and sat on this college coach talk about graph for about an hour and a half about, you know, like, well, you know, if you got a, you got Bermuda out there, this is what you need to do with that. And well, if you got you out there and, you know, this is one of the best things. And I was like, is this seriously a speech? Like, is this, like, we have to sit in here for the coaches meeting that's like right after this. Are, are we serious? Um, it, it's, they're very interesting to go to. There's a lot of networking that happens. And it's just, it, it's, it's crazy just to see like how many people show up from across the state and how many people you talk to. And I went Monday for baseball and Wednesday for softball. And then we've had practice all this week and done that. And it actually rained like for the first time last night and like most of today. So that was actually kind of super cool. Um, for it to rain. And, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much my week in a nutshell. So far, anyway. Hey, it's pretty good. It also rained here for like five seconds. And it was like, ah, oh, hey. grass is still, you talk about grass, like our grass is brown. Uh, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> grass update, everybody. Grass update, go. dead. Um, very excitingly. Dead, deader and dying. <clears throat> pretty dead. Uh, gotta I, get you some of that uh, high-powered Kentucky blue hemp super turf. That's what you gotta do, I tell you what. I, uh, There's a deep cut right there for you listeners. If you know what that is, I should give you a prize. That's what that's okay. <laughs> here's, here's everybody. If you lived in the Midwest in the 1990s, yeah. uh, you might know what that is. You, might know. Uh, you also might know this next reference. It might be only located in the Ozark. Um, I was walking a dog the other day and this also has to do with grass. I wonder if you either kind of catch on to this. I was excited. You saw the Ozark Howler as I was against it. <laughs> did not. But what I did see was Dang. I was walking and there's a guy painting his sighting. And then he was blowing the painting, the, the sprayer, the excess into the grass. And I just remembered that's what? not natural, but Oak Express is. Oh, as the guy was painting his lawn green with the, with the bristles. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was not green grass which it was not green uh, paint which have made it even more hilarious and I would have let go of the dog to take a video of that if that was actually happening in front of me just... it was so funny I just, that immediately came just that tone of voice the, 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 the commercial where the guy is pushing the lawnmower and he looks over at his neighbor who has all the dead grass and his neighbor with the dead grass is on his hands and knees painting it with yeah. a brush green that's not natural oh but oak express it oh my gosh oh Got I laugh. Oak I, express so hard. my first thought was that neighbor that lived up by uncle gary and aunt meredith that painted his grass nice you that? <laughs> that was my first thought when you said that and then i was like oh yeah there was a commercial about that there was yeah I wonder if i can find this i don't know well you maybe local television commercials are the best thing ever uh, nothing will be greater than the furniture factory outlet commercials. 
From the 90s. Nothing is better than that. Oh, <laughs> classic. The Furniture Factory Omelette. That's what. Ha ha ha. Well, good. I'm glad you're learning about grass and talking to the good old boy club and uh, getting, getting how good. how many visors were in that room, Aaron? Oh. Uh, so <laughs> uh, before I forget, Colin made a reference about learning about grass. Good old boys. There was a coach who made the statement to that same grass person. How do you get rid of crawdads from your field? Oh, yeah. And and I thought he was, and everyone thought he was joking, but I've been to their field, and their field sits on a uh, reserve or a reclaimed oil field, and it's like a salt field. And so every time it rains, the crawdads just come climbing out. And I was like, no, who's actually telling the truth? Um, well, you get some hot water sidelines, and season. I've been on their sidelines and just like look down, like, why is there crawdads? Um, for Brandon's inquiry, um, I was sitting there on the stairs of this really nice hotel in Tulsa. And I was sitting there just by then, mind my own business. And there was a guy coming up the stairs. And he's like, man, you could spot a baseball coach a mile away. And I had, like, my baseball pullover with my hat and the sunglasses turned upside down. And I was like, mother of God, he's right. (laughs) Um, There was a lot of people that you could just, like, just by, like, looking at them for a second. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a... That's a coach because they just have like every, every prototypical coach that you could think of was there. Like there was the old timers, there was the you know kid who looked like he was twelve, but is definitely a coach. And then you have like the really mean looking softball lady coaches um, that are just like really good at what they do. And like I was talking to one coach who just uh, got a plaque for winning for seven hundredth game. I was like, oh, you're like, I, I, could, I could feel your power radiating from you. Like, you're just like that intimidating, just that awesome. Um, <laughs> not so much visors, but like a, like a smorgasbord of like different like hat variations and uh, different like styles. And like, there was definitely the coach that was there that's like, Oh, hey, boy, how are you doing? He's like, oh, man. Hey, coach, what's going on? <laughs> and, uh, like, there's definitely the coach that, like, like uses profanity, like, a little bit too much. And, <laughs> like, was there in, you know, the, the good old, uh, I don't know if I could say the classic phrase, but we all know what phrase I'm, I'm thinking of when you think of, like, just an old, old-time ball coach that's like, all right, some back and ball, 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 ball. Ah, yes. Like, was <laughs> there. Um, and, like, I mean, I, all these ones, like, there's a few coaches that were, like, super hyped for me to be at, like, a good school. Like, there was one coach that I knew for years that he was one of those people that I was very glad not to play them again because they just would kick our teeth in every time. But he's like, yo, you wore a different color shirt. Where are you at? Oh, man, it's awesome. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm glad I don't have to play anymore because the last time I played it was like twenty to one. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not thrilled and you know, I'm not gonna miss playing you. Um kind of things. And then the other cool thing about these clinics is that they have a lot of like um not sponsors, but they have like different promotional stuff there. Like they have people who are 
promoting turf or different jerseys or just some sell you stuff. And that's always a cool thing to walk around with vendors and whatnot and just kind of see what like all's there. Um kind of thing and you know and it's also kind of nice to be at a moderately bigger school that just like texting our athletic director like, hey, can we like buy this? And he's like, Yeah, just get the number for me and uh, I'll send you a PO. I'm like, thank you. Um so that's actually kind of cool to uh, you know, to actually have a school that has a little bit of money, so you don't have to like, you know, fight for it or anything. So, yeah, it's uh, it was neat. I'm, I, I'm glad to win, but I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it was at least uh, useful, right? So that would be yeah. uh, that's handy that it wasn't like completely boring and a waste of time. So that's always yeah. good. Oh, the grass, the grass kind of thing was okay. Was, well, like, oh come on, yeah, that was your favorite part. Why are we here? <laughs> you know, maybe not uh, 100% useful, but at least <laughs> it wasn't, it was not all- at least largely. But eh, other than that, we, had, was, we got our first scrimmage next week. Um, and then we got, we got our first game a week after that. And then yeah, so we're off the races, man. Like our, our, our softball in Oklahoma starts like super early. Yeah. That and- is really early. Yeah, and then school starts the 15th of August, I think. Nice. So, yeah, we're uh, it's, it's coming along pretty quickly. Yes, we are vast approaching that time. The, I saw the, the hair. school stuff at Target, and I almost cried. Yeah, no, I saw a commercial the other day, and I was like, no. I was like, oh, no. I don't want, I don't want to go. <laughs> Uh, the I, transition is always hard, I, right? Yeah, I just I just saw my classroom for the first time last week. Um, they're still doing the floors, um, but I, I know what I'm teaching now. I actually know my schedule. Ah, it's, useful. It's it's so easy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, so it's 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 first hour plan period. Nice. Me too. I have a plan period second, second hour. So. Hey, second third hour. U.S. history. Boom. Easy. Fourth hour. Junior high athletics. Then lunch. What, what does that mean? Oh, that means I go and deal with, uh, like, the because I, I do, I'm doing high school uh, softball and junior high softball. So I just go to the, I just go, because that's the only time junior high, like, really practices is during the day. Oh, okay. So we go, we do, we go to practice for, like, 45 minutes or whatever. Um, and then, then lunch. Then uh, we go into um, so then lunch, then fifth and sixth, uh, eighth grade history, and then I have high school athletics seventh hour. Nice. Sounds yeah, pretty good. So what is, does that include? Oh, um, so high school athletics. I don't know which part you heard and didn't hear, Colin. Sorry, the um, high school athletics. I'm. I wanted. Yeah, to know. so high school athletics in some schools is always. And that's usually the time where people go and like work out, like before practice or something. And so, um, for softball, they will all the all the girls will get out like get out of class because it, it's technically a class period. 
and they'll go and like do the hitting facility or go to the field and we'll start practice so that way we can get out at like uh like 3 30 or 4 so we're not there till like six o'clock at night practicing so it's, it's just kind of a little bit head start and that's kind of the same thing that i do with um, junior high athletics as though uh, for junior high it's not as like heavily focused and you only get like 45 minutes to 50 minutes of just practice so they got to sprint down there do whatever sprint back to uh, lunch and then have class and so it's not like super prominent but you typically don't have high school kids practicing with junior high like besides like you do like warm-ups and stuff but we'll never have like a high school girl hitting off like a, a, a junior high pitcher or anything like that because it just doesn't get so they usually practice separate it's two very different skill levels and skill sets oh yeah so, I'd be demoralizing for that middle school pitcher. Just be like, why? <laughs> no, I think I, I think our junior high is actually better than our high school. So, oh, okay. Well, then uh, it would be demoralizing yeah, for the high schooler. Can, yeah, we get we got some girls that can just ball out. Um, but it's, I mean, it's coming along. It's it's going by a lot faster than I thought, and uh, it's kind of nice. Where there's four of us coaches, and we're kind of split up, but all of us help out with kind of both, and so. We're, we've gotten to know each other very well. We're very, you know, we're very connected. We're all kind of on the same page and we all have kind of like the same sense of humor. So, and nice. yeah, it's just going, going pretty good. That's good. I'll, I'll text you guys a schedule, although I know you will not come down because uh, we like have like five games a week or something. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> And I was sitting there, and I was all hyped about everything. I was like, yeah, you know, this year's going to be great. And then I was looking at their schedule stuff from last year, and they were like 1 in 26. Like, woof. Uh, it's fine. It's so a rebuilding I year. It's yeah, fine. I didn't know they were that bad. Everything's so, fine. That's interesting. Um, it's all upswing from yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Go 0 in 27? Nah, I'd be fine. You're going on the up now. See? Perfect. <laughs> yeah so and i was one of the girls who's like oh coach we weren't very good last year and i was like no nonsense you guys will be fine and then i was looking online at their stuff i was like oh they scored seven runs the entire season hey it's and fine gotta uh, just work on some fundamentals right that's a coaching term uh yeah, there you go you, look at you brandon you for me coach absorb yeah. no i'm absorbing this all from aaron just like uh, <laughs> fundamentals over but, uh, we got we got some got some pretty good expectations and uh the our our super or our yeah our superintendent who's a really nice guy he keeps trying to like you know hype us up and he's like hey don't worry we got some new travel buses this year and he was like pointing at me and doing kind of like the finger guns he's like yeah that new new travel bus I was like oh I get to be the first one to drive this monstrosity of a tank. Put those finger uh, guns away, sir. We don't do that yeah. here. <laughs> oh, but, more finger guns. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's been pretty much last week. Um, over the weekend, we went to the pool like every day because it was you know, a thousand degrees. And yes, uh, I have a feeling if I'm going to be outside, I got to do some some tanning in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, I went to the pool. It was nice and chill. Uh, what else did we do? Go anywhere? Do anything? Do anything? No. Oh, last last week we went to St. Louis. 
Uh, oh yeah. I forgot, I forgot to mention that. Um, got it went up to a Cardinals game. I I was never a big fan of Airbnbs, uh, but Shelby and her mom are are huge, you know, spokespeople for Airbnbs and to those, you know typical dad like no, nah, gotta be gotta be a hotel. And I was looking at all these hotels. You don't want to Airbnb that was like you don't want to participate in the destruction of the housing market. Yeah. So you yeah. Have, <laughs> there are signs. Hey, okay. So as a, as a proponent of Airbnb. Hey, I'm just, hey, back to Aaron. We, we, we can argue later. Uh, Aaron, tell us about baseball. <laughs> yeah, so we were, and all of that first, I was like, oh, well, you know, this is, you know, kind of cool. We, I think I got pictures of it, but we stayed in like a really cool, like historic downtown ish part of St. Louis. Not the ghetto part. Um, but we were like five miles away from the stadium. And I was, it, it never, I don't know if this is from dad or where I got this, but every time I think of like a vacation, I always like, oh, I gotta worry about traffic and, I gotta do this, but there was like hardly like any traffic. I know that's weird in St. Louis, um, but oh, well, the highway sucked. But yeah, like, I mean, like, like, driving like that's where all the traffic bad. is. It's on the highway. Like yeah, once you get out, it's like yeah. fine. It's like a normal place. But, like and then I was like, <laughs> the freeways are parking. awful. I was like, oh, man, we gotta get, we gotta park. We're gonna have to walk like ten thousand miles. Her mom paid extra for like front row parking. A Holy major league baseball game. And so I do not we want to know how much that cost. <laughs> well, um, just wait. So we were literally right across the street from the stadium. And then we walked in and push game was just amazing. I loved it. Um, so we, we meandered around and we were uh, five rows from the field. Oh like, man. We, like we were close, close. And so, which uh, um, side were you on? First or third? We were on the first side. base side. Okay. How far down? So we uh, go first base dugout right behind, I guess, 20 feet Dang. from the first base line. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. So we were, I was like, <clears throat> and, and of course, being a huge Cardinal fan, uh, Albert Pujols, who's I've been a big fan of for years was on the first base side. And I was like, I could, I, I mean, I can't touch from here, but like, if I scoot <laughs> a little closer, I can, I can touch it. And I was like, yeah, right there. And, 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 you know, I, you know, of course I got sunburned. Docker. Um, yeah, no, we, we were there like, and we, we sat in the front. And if you sit in a certain section, you have like your own little, not private, but you have your own little, like, um, concession stand area and it was cool because it was like under the bleachers and had like all these TVs in there and like you can go in and get like out of the sun it was amazing and so uh, I would, we would go hide in there for a little bit and just watch the game and then you just walk around and like they have like all the shops and they have like you know restaurants and things you go to and then afterwards we walked to the arch uh, then we walked back, got in our cars, went to the Airbnb, and then you know, we have pizza, and then we drove home the next day, the next morning. And it was, I mean, it was a, it was a super cool Airbnb. Like it was downtown. It was one like one of those like cool like taller like houses, but it had like three different houses, and they're all like very like narrow, but like there was they're surprisingly big. And like we stayed in that, and then we just go home. And I was sitting there the whole time thinking, 
I hated this drive when I was younger. Mimi would make me drive to Illinois. Um, but it doesn't seem too bad. And so, yeah, drove back and got home and just put aloe vera on and just chilled. So, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was our was that last week, week before. Yeah, I, I think, think so. so yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the St. Louis to Springfield, Illinois. That's the kind of the killer part of that drive because there's yeah. like nothing there mm-hmm. at all. I mean, at least you have some nice like you can do this the random stop just to like get out of the car, right? You can like stop and like Rolla or something because Rolla's like halfway from yeah. like Springfield, Missouri. A little bit further away from where you started, but like, you know, you if there's like stuff you could like get out, you can go eat or whatever, but like the St. Louis to Springfield, Missouri, Illinois is like, (laughs) because we went through uh, Lebanon, yeah, yeah, and so like we 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 went through that way, and the whole way up, it was Mimi's taking me to that Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Not the bad antique store, like the bingo. Oh, like, oh. that Cracker Barrel. Yeah, and so it was. You and me stopped at Cracker Barrels. What? That for some reason. Well, we didn't stop at like all of them, but no, I mean, but like I, I very, very succinctly, if Mimi wanted to get something to eat, her first recommendation, if it wasn't Applebee's, it was Cracker Barrel. Interesting. So, I've never, I never ate at a at a Cracker Barrel with Mimi. Ever. I didn't either. No. That's why this is interesting. No, this is like an Aaron Mimi connection. Was it, was it Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. Did you? Yeah. Did you ask to eat? No, the I don't like Cracker Barrel. Are you projecting? I hate to go on Cracker Barrel. barrel? You, look, sounds like sounds why. like somebody who likes Cracker Barrel would say. I the no because I didn't. I thought I liked Cracker Barrel because Mimi's like, oh, you need to try some grits. I'm like I don't know what grits are. I'm like sure, I'll try Mimi. No. And just being like these are disgusting. Um. <clears throat> And yeah, we we would we would always stop at the one in Marshfield. So that's, here's, that's how you knew that's how you knew the trip started. Ah, here's what I bet happened. This is what this is what memes would do sometimes. Like you said, you kind of liked it one time. Ah, yeah. And then like she took that to mean like you love it and should go there all the time. <laughs> Right, it's yeah. a big grandma thing to do, right? She was, she's very guilty of that. Like, I'm gonna go. That's pretty, it's just, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like in middle school, I collected Coca Cola stuff, and like, for the rest of my life, she would get me Coca Cola things for Christmas. Like, okay, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't do this anymore, right? Like, right. I like, <laughs> yeah, it was like me, yeah. and box, me and like boxes, like wood boxes. Um, I uh had like one, and uh. Then after that, she was like, "Oh, I found this other wooden box for you, and look at this other small box." Seventy. So that's what happened, yeah. Aaron. You went there one time and got something that you were like, "Oh, those was that was some good chicken," and then she was like, "Going to Crackle Barrel always." <laughs> yeah. But um, antique stores, obviously. Well, obviously. And then there was I can't I can't remember what town it was. So we drove past this. It's this is this town that's like. Like in like the side of cliff, where there's like all these like rock faces, like there's a steak and shake, like all these stuff. 
Like it's is that not right on the highway before you get to St. Louis. Oh, I was like, is that not Lebanon? Because there's like it's not cliffs, but it's like there's uh, road cuts. There's like big road cuts right there. Yeah, it, it's that, but it, it's further. It's closer to St. Louis. Uh, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember I where that is. Super cool. Yeah. And, yeah, because we always stopped it. There's like a McDonald's there, right? Yeah. What is that? Always... I forgot where that is, okay, but we, yes. We drove past it, and I was like, oh, it's this place. And I was like, I completely forgot this. <laughs> uh, was it, was it Mesa Verde National Park? Were you driving through the cliff dwellings? Is that what this was? I think that's the wrong direction. Oh. Uh, from St. Louis. One may never know. Well, I, I also remember not driving to St. Louis with me because we always drove like south of it I feel like because we always watched this on the distance yeah the bridge the bridge uh, that you cross to go on the highway in Illinois is south of St. Louis so I never actually like got to the city proper but you could see you always saw the arch in the stadium and all that stuff from the Illinois side yeah that's right right. so you would look across you would look back across from the Illinois side and see uh, the downtown St. Louis from there. So you kind of got to the outside of the city where you started getting into the, like the metropolitan area, right? Because all of a sudden it's like yeah. the, it, <clears throat> the Midwest is weird, uh, listeners, because it's like nothing, 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 giant city. Like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, boom! There it is. Like this. <laughs> so like that place you were talking about with the cliffs, it's not like cliffs. It's like, it's like big road cuts, but like really big road cuts. Cause there's like the little yeah. bit of the, the last mountainies up there. And like, there's yeah. a quarry over there somewhere, I think. Right. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then like, it's not really big. There's not any big cities like really close to it. And then all of a sudden it's like, blam, you're in St. Louis. Like you just like come yeah. around the corner. You're like, come around a corner and there it is. Hello. Giant, well, like, like six was- lane freeway. <laughs> It was kind of nice because, like, we came into Chesterfield and we stopped at a, um, what was it called? Um, an outlet mall. And we, we spent some, we spent a lot of time there. And I, I just thought, like, it was like, oh, this is actually, like, really cool. And then I was like, Chesterfield. And then I was like, boom, St. Louis. And it's like, oh, this is way different than yeah. nothing as I, like, remembered it. So that was, that was actually kind of cool that we did that. Yeah. It's like, surprise. Here it is. Yeah. Kansas City is the same way. Right. Except for on that side, it's like flat, nothing, absolutely zero, Kansas City. Like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You get a little bit like, oh, some like Lee Summit, some like a little bit of sprawl, but then like, it's not like too crazy. And then all of a sudden it's like, kaboom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you get, yeah, get thrown into a massive, you know, road mixer and an interchange and all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. You're like, ah, what? (laughs) Going 85 miles an hour with cars all around you and you're like never mind <laughs> I'm yeah ready. like i was in the middle of a cornfield five minutes ago what's happening <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, gotta love it it's true very true well i'm glad that you survived you didn't get hit by any foul balls or anything yeah congratulations that's uh that's the danger zone up there behind the dugout right that's like where you're getting whacked that's where you get <laughs> I don't know. It was it, it was a, it was a unique experience, and you know, if, if I had layered up just a smidge more on sunscreen, I think it would have been like. I mean, we it was 
hot. Like there was a few people that were actually like <laughs> being taken away by like little ambulance people because of like of just heat exhaustion. Oh yeah. And I'm like, <gasps> but I'm having like a lot of fun. But yeah, it was it was super hot. So I was like, yeah, I'm excited my heat stroke. I don't want to go in the car. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm really glad I had that experience and you know really glad that we got the NCO. Well, yeah, I'm glad your road trip was successful. Yes. And awesome. everything went good. This is good. Good stuff. Oh. Yeah, my week has been a lot less exciting. We, uh, <clears throat> it's a good thing that we didn't record last night because last night is like the one place we went somewhere. We went down and ate at, a, at the Asian restaurant down in Cassville because that's where. Uh, we know the owners, right? And it's the only place around here you can get Thai food. And I ate way too much Thai food. And was like, did you, did you take a nap? That's what the sound Yeah, like. I got home and was like, it was like, oh, that was a lot of was way too much Thai fried rice. And like, I can't deal with my life choices right now. And because we know them, they're like, oh yeah, here we, uh, you can just have these, all these uh, crab rangoons. We're like, <laughs> did i say no to the freshly made crap absolutely not but a way too much uh thai food so that was exciting uh outside of that the binge watching episode of this week has been uh rather randomly gordon ramsay's kitchen nightmares that's been on the uh, binge watch list i've only uh, ever seen highlights of that is that actually good it's it's like i don't know it's it's entertaining it's like the same show over and over again right like all shows like that uh it's all right it's pretty good <clears throat> all you need to do all you you really just need to see like one and you've seen all of them right like the the breakdown is gordon goes to a restaurant gordon eats lunch it's bad <gasps> gordon what? tells the gordon tells the owners it's bad. They're all in denial because they're all like, I rate my food. Sometimes he talks to them first. He's like, oh, I rate my food like 10 out of 10. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> he talks to the owners and the chef and then the waitresses come and they sort of like give him the real deal. Like they, <laughs> they tell him how it is. He eats lunch. He tells him the food is terrible. <clears throat> he comes back for dinner service. Uh, in the American version, you always get the word of Gordon's presence in this town has brought out more locals than usual. It's code for Gordon tweeted out like, yo, I'm going to be here. Like, nice. <laughs> yeah, it is not so subtle way to slam the kitchen to make it. Well, yeah, because he wants to see, like, are these cooks and chefs like any good? Right. Yeah. Or are they like, whatever. He watches that. He watches it fall apart. <laughs> uh, he explores the walk-in fridge finds that it's horrendous in there. Horrified. Uh, horrifying. This show might make you reconsider your life of going to restaurants sometimes, uh, if you watch it. And then he, like, yells the owners are in denial about their life. And then he, like, becomes a counselor <laughs> and, like, <laughs> talks about their problems and <laughs> helps them make food. <laughs> what a weird premise to a show. It is really weird. It's really... It's it's hilarious if you watch back to back like one of the original British episodes. 
Oh, really? And then like Why? the American episodes, because the British episodes are like mega chill. He's just like hanging out, talking. Oh. Like very rarely does he get shouty. Oh no, they made it extreme for us American blokes. <clears throat> well, the American owners are also like way shoutier. Well, on the whole, this right? Is true. Okay, fair enough. But like, so he... uh, he's still like Gordon, so he's still like f this blah blah. blah. But that's just how he speaks. So it's like whatever. He um, can't not do that. <clears throat> yeah, it's just what his character trait, right? Uh, and like, it's like way chill. And he like this focuses more on him like helping make food and stuff like that. But it's like way chill. Like the even the music is like way chill, right? Yeah, it's like just like normal like elevatory music in the background of that. You know when they edited the show together. But like in the American one, it's like got the da, 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 right like all this. It's this horrible like stinger that plays in like fifty signs of times episode. It's like that. Oh, like when things go bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like the um, it's like when I watch Shark Tank and that music is just it's so anxiety inducing as they're talking. Yeah, it's it's like I, that. I can't listen to that and enjoy it because it's just there's so much tension brought up by it, and you're like, this is a ridiculous show with a ridiculous premise. Why am I anxious right now? Oh, because the music in the background is yeah, that's part of the American Kitchen Nightmares. Plus, the editing is like way slicker. Oh, and you can tell like sometimes you're like that wasn't. Like somebody's like it cuts to somebody's reaction, but you're not sure if they're reacting to the thing that you just saw or if it was like earlier and they just like cut it in there because they thought it would be cool, right? Like look that way. Uh, Yeah. Hate that so much. It's like really weird. And the weirdest part, so it's at least the version that I found on YouTube, because I just found on YouTube, I just hit the playlist and I was like playing Forza and like racing my cars around and just like listening to this in the background. Weird you know background. It's fine. Uh, you need something to have on the background because the music in the Forza games is like not good. So like I just uh, put on this. <clears throat> it was just sort of on, you know, and uh, so I wasn't like in rapt attention because I watched a few and then like a couple of them are really good. I watched those ones, but whatever. But like the sound mixing is so weird. And I don't know if it's like original. I guess it's just, I don't, I guess this is a rip from the original version, but like there's this thing where it, I like, because I was listening to my headphones for a bunch of the time, like the left, right mixing is really weird. And like for the show, for the show. And it like, really for some of the like musical cues and stuff, it pings back and forth. It like pans like really rapidly back and forth from left to right. And it's really disorienting. You're like, why is it? Why is it doing that? <laughs> anxious. That that would terrify yeah. me. I think it's it's really weird, and it, it might be like that. It might be what it's for. Because like on television speakers, you probably wouldn't oh. notice it. Yeah. Right. But when you're listening to headphones, it was just like it was just bouncing, like this really rapid fire panning, oh, no. and it was like, what? What the heck? Oh no! And there was this other thing where like. They would they would mix in background restaurant noise, right? Uh, it's mixed in the layer. It's not like uh, actually the restaurant. It's like right. mixed in. It's just this like stock background murmur that's mixed in, and it's it, sometimes it's in really weird places. So there was a few times I was listening to this, and I'd be <laughs> I would I would just like take my headphones off and be like, 
what? Because I thought oh. Susan was talking to me. <laughs> oh no! From like the kitchen. Because yeah. sometimes she's like, "Hey, can you come help me? Can you do you know whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." But like, I thought she was speaking to me. <laughs> But it was the the sound was mixed so badly in whatever version of this I was watching. It was like this inaudible background noise. And it sounded like, you know, you couldn't quite hear what was happening. So I thought it was her oh, yeah. asking me to do something, but I couldn't hear because I had my headphones on. Oh, <clears throat> so that's hilarious. So the audio mixing in at least the version that I saw is bad. <laughs> yeah, understood. Jeez. But yeah, I was watching Kitchen Nightmares a lot, and I don't really know why. It's one of those things. It's like, yeah, let's watch this. Whatever. So i i will I will say, or like to add, I love watching um, uh, British Bake Off. Show, oh yeah, but and then we we've also been watching uh, Iron Chef because of reasons. Yeah, um, I mean, hey, I yeah, listen. I watch a lot of that stuff too. It's okay. <laughs> I so I was sitting there thinking, I was like. This is kind of weird because they have a live audience. But if you think about it, like, yeah, it's a live audience, but then that audience just like, what, like, what do they do? Do they just stand there for the 30 minutes the whole time? Like those people are cooking or like, is it all? Cause I know for like the finales and stuff, like they have like, um, people in in attendance but just like if you think about it you're at a cooking show where they it takes a long time to cook things and so i was like what what do those people do do they just like walk around oh yeah like why they're going setting the timer for 35 minutes for this time like oh you got 30 minutes and like i got a video for 30 minutes oh man all right whatever so that's every time i watch one of those shows that's I know what goes through my head because I just think that's just so weird. I'm like, oh man, I got tickets to go see you know, the British Bake Off. I'm like, well, you're going to be sitting outside for like hours because it takes them three hours to make a cake. So like, what are you doing this whole time? That's a good point. I never thought about that before. Right? <clears throat> maybe, maybe they get to eat some of the cake at the end. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I know like the, the yeah. crew does. Like they, because uh, I remember watching behind the scenes of British Bake Off. And they're like, yeah, sometimes we don't get to try other people's food because they give it to the uh, um, the state, like the, the crew, the, you know, the, the camera people. And like, they, they just like devour. I mean, so yeah, like, sometimes, yeah, we don't get to eat like the competitor's food sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad. That's weird. I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. Like, why would you watch Iron Chef live? What's the point? Yeah. See? That's really hmm, interesting. Because, yeah, it's going to take a lot more time than just, like, the hour or whatever that's on TV. So... Yeah, that is heavily edited. Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Mega edited. That's a... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Are there cue cards to help people know when to cheer or when to gasp? Because it's like, how do you know what's happening? Because especially with, like, the Iron Chef or whatever, where there's, like, three or four people cooking at the same time. Like, how do you know watch to be watching to re- people react well to give oh i mean like the the laugh right the laugh sign in like the yeah. sitcom taping right you know that's what i'm saying like, do they have something there to notify people of like react now please i don't know yeah make crowd noise 
Indecipherable okay. decipherable murmur that will badly edit over the top of this episode. Uh, background, bubble, 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 bubble. See, that's what we think. Okay, so we need ah. to apply to go see one of these and report in the field. Yeah, surely they're just like, surely you don't have to pay to get into that. I don't think. Why would you? Right. Well, but then again, don't you have to like pay tickets to like go see? Well, but that's for like late night TV hosts. Yeah, but that's like entertain. It's like like a show yeah. show right not not a recording yeah not like a television recording it's just like because those are like live or whatever so like you're seeing the music and the jokes that aren't funny and like the whatever like yeah the lame interviews know. yeah the lame interviews of people that i don't know who they are because i'm old because you're old actually to be fair when i was young i still didn't know who half those people were so yeah, like Look at you. Never <laughs> never culturally relevant. Yeah, never. Because me and my friend would watch it sometimes and we'd be like we'd like, watch like Letterman, right? And be like uh, Who's that? <laughs> and this is when I was like nineteen. So I was supposed to know these people. Yeah. No idea. Different <laughs> cold. <laughs> Different. It's true. Uh, well, sounds like that was good though. Yeah. True. So and of course, do you recommend the American or the British version of the uh, Kitchen Nightmares? Uh, so, like, here's the thing: like, if you, uh, I will say that the American version is definitely more entertaining, right? Because it is heavily edited to be so. Sure. Uh, but like, as far as like an interesting show, like a thoughtful show, the British one, right? So, what I recommend you just pick one doesn't matter of each one and just watch them and the the difference is astounding <laughs> uh the other big difference is the british version always has a shot in every episode where gordon is taking his shirt off to put on his chef's jacket so he's what? just like standing there shirtless yeah every time he's like that's a thing yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> wow. This this show is like over ten years old, so it was a much much younger Gordon Ramsay. Just but like. still, yeah, yeah. It's like a brief shot. He just like takes off his shirt, and he's like standing there shirtless, putting on his chef's coat, and then he's like buttoning it up. And that's how you know. And he's like talking while it's doing this. Like he's like giving a monologue. Right, he's talking to the camera about something that he's going to do. He's talking about how pathetic lunch was and how he's interested to see uh-huh. how dinner service is going. Right. Being more interesting. How much the chef can't actually cook, right? That kind of stuff. Like talking about how, why is everything frozen in this restaurant whenever the menu says it's fresh? Why are they lying to him? <sighs> and so, what you learn very quickly also from watching this is like Gordon Ramsay is a chef, right? He's a chef. He's one of the most famous chefs in the world, right? Is he the best chef in the world? Probably not, but like, He's very famous and he's very well renowned. But what Gordon Ramsay actually is, is a restaurateur. Mm. That's what he really is. Because he goes in there and especially in the American version, he will like change the decor. Right. He will change the theme. Sometimes he'll rename the restaurant. He's like, this name sucks. No one knows what that means. We're going to name it this. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's usually like, at, like he'll rename it to like the person's last name, you know, something like that. Not, not nothing like crazy, crazy, but like, 
he'll redesign the menu, right? Make the menu smaller, more manageable for the cooks and stuff. But that that's what he really is good at is like uh-huh. the the detailed eye for how to run a restaurant. Oh, that's is what he's what he's actually masterful at. So if you sort of watch what he does, like how he redesigns this stuff and like what he does and all the things that he talks about, like it's not it's not the like the cooking necessarily. It's like the business of owning a restaurant is like he's like so passionate and particular about the business of running restaurants. Well, this is this is very interesting because what is one of the major reasons why most like small businesses fail? It it's not for lack of passion or desire, it's for lack of planning and business acumen. Well, yeah. And I mean that's where I mean that's what this show really highlights, right? Restaurants are are a dangerous business to get into, right? Yeah. The majority of them don't last a year if you just open a restaurant. Right. And a lot of times on the show, it's people that are like, they worked in a restaurant before uh, and they just decide to open one. Or sometimes it's like a person who's like, I have a business degree and I know about business. I'm going to buy this restaurant because it'll be a good investment. Yeah. But why is nobody coming to my restaurant? Yeah. They don't know how to run a restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's a very, there's very specific things that happen in a restaurant. Uh huh. That you only know about. By working in restaurants and 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 running a restaurant, right? Not even yeah. working hey, in one. Real quick, it's it's raining and thundering in here, and I almost like flipped the desk over because it's it's like thundered so loud. So <laughs> okay. my heart's racing for a little bit. I have been zoned out for the past like five seconds, and so just give me a second. So hold hey. on. All right, Welcome you're good. Back, Aaron. Well, hello. <clears throat> but yeah, there's like so many like little tiny detailed minutia, and that's another thing this show is really good at is like showing you that stuff sure and it shows you like what they're doing wrong right because some of it is like common sense but other stuff is like oh oh i see (laughs) this is a job this is he'll talk about like the front of house like this is what you need to do why are you not doing this you need to do this blah blah blah. he'll talk about the the expediter people the people that are like the go-between between the waitresses and the kitchen staff right like, hey, where's this order? I need this order for table 10, blah, 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 blah. There's like this go-between mediator between the front wait wait staff and, and cook staff that is sort of directing traffic, you know? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> and a lot of times people are really bad at that job. And that like <laughs> sinks the ship in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, and like, that's, that's another you know, thing where someone may have been good at another position and then was placed in that kind of go-between position because it was open or they thought they had the skills for it or whatever, but weren't really the best at it, but they were there because it needed to be filled. Yeah. And some of the restaurants are even like, it's like the, the person that's the chef, right? They were a chef in like other restaurants. And there's a couple examples where they're like actually really good chefs and they have their like renown. And then they decided to open their own restaurant and be the chef owner oh. and it's sort of like just go, it just like blah. yeah because that's too that's too much responsibility because just because you're like really good at one thing doesn't mean that you can be the owner of the business right like well in most most cases it means you shouldn't be doing that other stuff 
right? Like it's a, it's deciding what, sh- what is, oh, okay. So, um, it's like things that you have to do, things that you need to do, things that you like doing and things that you don't like doing. And there's overlap for all of them. Yeah. So trying to decide like, okay, what do I need to, what should I get off my plate or what needs to stay on my plate? And I just kind of have to grin and bear it because that's my responsibility right now. Yeah. So like that delegation of responsibility to people. And, you know, sometimes it's like, I'm the owner I want, or I'm the chef and the owner and I want to do, you know, I have to make sure like you become overwhelmed by the burden of having to make sure that everything goes a certain way that you fail to delegate jobs to other people. Yep. That can like help you do stuff so that you can focus on the, you know, cooking or like, you know, whatever. So it is a very interesting, there are some interesting like insights into this like very nuanced business that you sort of take for granted as a patron of a restaurant. Right. So if you only ever like eat in a restaurant, there's a lot of stuff that you, that you'll see that you see in the show. Even the show's like 10 years old now, like it's crazy, but like, still that you might not know about like how it works, you know, and they don't even go into a lot of stuff. They talk a little bit about like ordering and like <clears throat> planning because he'll go into the fridge and be like, why do you have 75 of these? What on earth are you doing <laughs> with your life? Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. clears throat> like they've over ordered or they, they over prepped and they have like way too much food. And now instead of throwing it out, cause it's going to go bad, they're trying to figure out how to save it and use it for stuff. But it like, it tastes like, garbage because it's been sitting in the fridge for so long because they screwed up and did whatever so like uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah it's a <laughs> it's nuts well and i i listened to an interview of a local restaurant here where they uh, were talking about how they were trying to the, the headache of ordering in the middle of the pandemic and all the supply bottlenecks uh because they were a they are a um a barbecue plate and ah. all of like you know the the meats and the butchers and stuff were all like totally wiped out and closed down for time, for months and months and they couldn't get any of the the brisket or the shoulder or any or the rump or anything like that to actually do like the smoke <laughs> so they they, yeah. they went to actually they were like okay what do we order so that we that we can actually get access to and it was like a lot of chicken and turkey and fish and other yeah. things that they that were more readily accessible, but yeah, like if you are over ordering and then going, Ugh, well, we're doing this again tonight because we got to get rid of it. <laughs> like, Ugh. well, and that comes to some of it comes in the restaurant. Uh, some of the episodes, I specifically, it comes from like the <clears throat> the mismanagement of the fridge, and like they don't label stuff appropriately, right? Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. like even I, who only worked in a restaurant as a dish boy. Uh, and like back of clean, clean and clean out the walk-in whenever we did that and like unload things off the truck. Cause I was a young guy. So they're like, you get the thing, carry the yeah. stuff. <clears throat> uh, Your body won't break. Do this. Well, uh, hold on more on that in a second. Um, but like, oh, you know, everything in the, my manager was like super specific about how to label and date all the boxes that came in. Oh yeah. And like how long we've had this, how much of it is there, where it goes, is it properly sealed? Is it labeled like cling wrapped? 
written on with a Sharpie, blah, blah, blah. So you can see everything like easily, you know, and it was a pizza restaurant. So, uh, in the front where the pizza guys were making all the stuff every day, they would always seal label all the ingredients so that they knew it was fresh, like within the freshness tolerances of the restaurant, you know, and these restaurants, you go to the, in the, on the show, there's like nothing. It's just a bunch of stuff in a fridge. Mm. And so there's no labels. And so like, you know, they probably what they did is they had some like stuff in there and then they like didn't remember when it was from. So they made more. Right. And then they like didn't label that either. And so this just sort of snowballs and gets out of control. And all of a sudden you have like 47 containers of pasta in a fridge. And you're like, what, of what is this for origin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of unknown date and origin. So like, you don't know. What the heck is, is it, is it the pasta that you prepped this morning or is it from like a week ago? Like what, which one is this container? <laughs> right. That's important information. Yeah. Sweet. Need to know this. <clears throat> uh, but like also, uh, back to my restaurant experience was sure. that when we were talking about the lifeguards, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Remember when we were talking about lifeguards and how as a child you were like, oh man, I hope these adults can save me. And they're all like 17. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, whenever I worked at this pizza restaurant, uh, I'm pretty sure that no staff other managers was over the age of like 22 max. Oh. Right. Yeah. And so like... <laughs> This is actually very interesting. I have been um, reviewing a lot of resumes uh, for people who have applied to be a dog walker or pet sitter. And I will see on their resume where they were a list of like, they are a manager at, you know, some restaurant or a manager at Taco Bell or a manager at the gas station. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, let's, okay, sweet. Let me see what we have here. And then I'll look at their birthday and they're like 18. And I'm like, Oh, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> no. I think that's a, that's just that's another area where people don't really like realize how much like what a large percentage of the staff is like under twenty years old in the restaurant industry. Like, just your normal everyday restaurants, you know, yeah. especially fast food, but like not just that. Like this was like a pizza place, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so when, when I was in college and I worked at you know, Eskimo Joe's, it was you know, pretty much the same thing. I, you know, it's one of those establishments that people work there for years because it was a good place to work. Um, you know, was, when I was in the kitchen or if, if I was like getting food in the back because I was a server, bartender, and bouncer or person, they don't call them bouncers anymore. Um, just sitting there talking to people, and they're like, "Oh man, you've been doing this for a long time." Like, "Oh, it's crazy." Like, "What? Like, what year college you in?" Like, "Oh, I'm still in high school." It's like, "What?" The- <laughs> like, you're like the line, the line person who's like, uh, "Got it is everything plated up and everything." They're like, "Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm just a just a junior." And they're like, "Okay, what's happening right now?" And so, like that, that was a big thing to kind of to see and just you know, kind of. You know, kind of what you guys talked about like a few minutes ago of like where all people have to go in. I sat in on some of those manager meetings of like, 
And there was a dude that was younger than me and I was about to graduate college and he was a manager. And he was like, yeah, you know, we have to do, you know, this. And so we got a budget for this and blah, 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 blah. Like, this is a lot more work than I thought it was. This doesn't seem fun. They're like, oh, no, it's, you know, it's kind of fun. And <laughs> fun. your definition of fun is not my definition of fun. And so, like, things like that were just always, like, crazy to me. And just to see, like, what all they had to do and budget and plan for and all that. And so, yeah, like, I was, and Eskimo Joe's was also different because since they were a bar, at a certain time, like they didn't hire servers to be in high school, and that well, yeah. was mostly for like college kids. But like you go down, and you start talking to people, and like the head host person has been doing it for like four years, and like, oh yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, gonna be a senior this year. And I was like, in college, and they're like, going to high school. It's like, oh my goodness, like you were doing a better job than me. Like you, like I was like, have you worked anywhere else? And they're like, no, my first job. I was like, I guess I plan on being here for a while. Oh my gosh. These kids are crazy. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like not, it's like everywhere. It's like a, a thing. So like, it's really weird. Cause like a, a lot of people like rag on the restaurants, you know, they have like this really yeah. high expectation of how things are. And like at some restaurants, yes. Right. Like, uh, yes. But like, <clears throat> just your normal everyday restaurant. Like a lot of these people are, under 20 years old right on your staff it's like the whole thing and you know that's like you know this is crazy kind of and there are you know it's not i'm not saying it's only like that but it's a bigger percentage than you think right is all i'm saying like we have this like idea people talk about all the time like you know they talk about like the the minimum wage stuff you know it's all like oh these are you know they're they're only thinking about like that number of people that are like you know, older and on staff or, you know, oh, they can do this or whatever. And I, I saw them, I was arguing with somebody one time about restaurants and stuff and like how they need to be open, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. It's like, who, who's the staff at this restaurant? Like they're half of the, half the staff's in high school. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does kind of change the dynamics of the needs that you're trying to meet for that, that staff, that culture. Uh, when, when that is who's, who's, running the business <clears throat> yeah because they're all young and they have other, all these other commitments and they're like you know so i i know that around here a lot of restaurants have trouble staffing in the middle of the day right their lunch shift staff is yeah uh yeah. it's hard right because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. yeah turns out <laughs> But I mean, it's because it's good jobs and you can get a lot of good work experience doing it. But like, there is a large number of that skews very young, uh, especially in certain restaurants, not like everything, you know, like your finer dining restaurants or be older people. And like, you know, some of your old timey diners, they're older people. Right? They're all like, it's in the name. Old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, kidding. Joke people. <laughs> this is very interesting. But I was thinking about that, about my restaurant experience, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, the whole entire restaurant was run by people, like, 20 years old or younger. <laughs> it's crazy. And there was, like, one manager who was older, and everybody else in the restaurant was, like, that young. It was nuts. So, Colin, what have you been doing this week? 
Oh, um, any other exciting things? That <laughs> Let me just tell you what happened. Okay, so like last Wednesday, last week, uh, we released an episode, and a couple people were like, "Hey, did you notice like you having trouble downloading this?" We we're like, "No, that's weird." Try this other app, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I tried this other app, and it worked fine." Uh, and then Monday, this Monday. We released an episode. We were really like, yeah, it's going to be good. It's great. And a lot of fun. Uh, everybody. Everybody was like, where's your episode? Why can't I play this episode? What's going on? And I was, I have all of the, I have, what, 15 podcast apps on my phone. Um, and so I was like in all of them and on my browser and on different browsers and on private mode and on VPN and all this stuff trying to figure out why can I not listen to our episode? And um, I was contacting our host for it and radio silence, like nothing. I get nothing back. And so we have to make, this is kind of like probably like the second, maybe third. This is the biggest thing that has happened. Um, but it's it's a few little nicks and stuff here and there uh, where finally I was like, we need to be done with this host for the for the files. Um, we need to do something else because this is this is not good. They're not even responding. I don't even know what's going on. And the way that you um, move podcast hosts is that you go to a new podcast hosting company and they say may i please have your rss feed and you copy that to them and they say okay thank you all of your stuff will be uploaded and then you can uh do what's called a redirect where you go back to your old host and you give your old host your current rss feed with from your new host and then that way anytime an app or whatever with your old rss feed tries to get more information your old host takes them and points them to where your new files for your where your files are are now hosted. Um, that's the way it's supposed to work. Um, Slightly complex, but I think I got it. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's actually extremely simple because there are like a thousand. Uh, there's a hundred directories. Each directory wants access to your RSS feed so that it can pull the episodes and play them for people. And instead of me having to go to each one of those directories and go, here's my RSS, here's my RSS, here's my RSS, I can just go to my host, click a button, and it sends it to all of them. Okay, But I now, when I move hosts, I kind of take out that middle joint, and I upload files to my new host, but my old host doesn't have those. So anytime one of those directories, let's just say Google, goes, hey, I wonder if there's any episodes, they ping back to your first host, and your first host goes, uh-uh, don't look at me, look over here, and it points you to your new host, and they go, oh, look, a new file. And then when that when that handshake happens between your old host and your new host, the directory automatically grabs your new RSS feed. Okay? Uh, it's supposed to auto-magically happen. Um, what instead happened with this was um, first they couldn't get it because the podcast feed was locked, even though it wasn't. So they had to hack into it uh, to unlock it on their end because they were like, oh, send an email to your current host. And I said, they have been radio silent for over 24 hours. They're dead. I don't know what's going on. We need to move on. We need to be doing stuff. Keep, keep going. Like, just do stuff. 
and then they were like, okay, well, let's hack into this. So they hacked into the RSS, unlocked it, broke it on their end. And they said, okay, now we can start porting it over to us. It should just take a little bit. Well, then they ported everything over and they were like, huh, no audio files came with it. Looks like all of your audio files are corrupted. Could you please send us an audio file so we can upload it to our system? Thankfully, I have saved everything. <laughs> everything. That is good, yeah. <laughs> I saved it. And I sent them an audio file and they were like, oh, it looks like this is fine. Um, it looks like uh, your old host's file that point uh, a link that points to the audio file is completely broken. We can't pull any of your uh, audio files from your old host. Can you please email them and ask them to fix that? And I went, they've been dead for 36 hours. Move. What's my next step? What do I need Jeez. to do? What do I need to do? I even... Knock on their door. Go, go to their house. I, I resorted to the most petty thing a human can do. I Facebook. I, I tweeted my outrage. Ah, and I man. Added, welcome to the 21st century, Colin. And I added them. I added them <laughs> ag- aggressively. And, <laughs> oh my God. Angry so face emoji. They were like, and nothing. Okay. And so now I am like, what are my options? And they were like, well, if you can't get access to the feed, you have to manually import everything. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, well, I best get started. <laughs> and so for the last two days and i am still working on it i am importing uh all of my audio ho- my audio files into the new host um so that they can start because i have to get everything set in the new host before i set that redirect so when apps and directories start asking I, for information yeah, <clears throat> i can show them over there so right now for the past almost you know Last three days, everyone has been pinging everything, you know, trying to get access to the show and hasn't been able to download anything. And my old host has not responded at all. Nothing that they've responded. Um, and so I have had to upload everything. And it's been kind of nice because I actually have found some errors going through this of like, oh, that's the wrong rev address or okay, you need to fix that. So I'm <laughs> fixing this all this all this stuff. But there's so many other things that broke, mm-hmm. like each episode that I upload for both Oh Brother and the other podcast, I give a unique um uh, uh show art of like a, a photo of that shows up if you if your podcast player supports that. If you look at it while you're listening to this, you'll see a photo that is not the Oh Brother album art. Okay. So those two different yes. things. Apparently, what my old host did, it didn't matter what file name I uploaded a, a folder, uh, uh, an image as, it renamed that to cover.jpg and, oh. then, <laughs> and then hashed it so that it knew, okay, this one, I've renamed it. Oh, which it, episode point went it, to? And it, and it points to that specific episode. However, when I exported the everything, it's exported it with c- cover.jpg and none of the metadata. So none, ah. none, none of my yes. <laughs> match. And the new system <laughs> needs unique names for the files for cover images. And so it is just randomly populating pictures across all of my episodes. 
How exciting. And I every time I delete them, it's adding them back. <laughs> so so I'm I did have to add, I was like, hi support. Um I need I don't know what I need to happen here, but I, I need the default, just default everything to, to one image. Because <laughs> I can't I can't do this. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. And then I've been hilarious. trying to relearn like all of the back end, all the all the other systems, and I'm discovering that like I have a weird workflow and I'm not happy with the one that I'm currently like <clears throat> but other other podcast hosts in platform. Besides the fact that it's just completely broken, it fit my brain the way I work. Like that's one of the reasons why I liked it was the workflow, how what the features that it had, it was wonderful. Um and no other podcast host that I have found works like it. And it annoys me that now I'm having to go away from it. It turns out there's a reason for that after all. <laughs> like here's a, here's one thing. Uh like uh, well, it's just, it's whatever. Like <clears throat> every other big podcast hosting platform that everyone loves is trying to do everything. So they're like, "Oh, we'll be your website builder, and we'll be your um, sponsor finder, and we'll be your <clears throat> monetization platform, and we'll be your social destination scheduler, and we'll do all of this stuff for you." So you just have to click one button, and all this stuff comes together. And as previously discussed on other episodes. I don't like putting all of my eggs in one basket. Yeah, so this sounds familiar. Huh, hmm, huh. Yeah. So it's like, oh, <clears throat> big mega corporation who bought smaller company to become ultra mega corporation. Sure. Well, well, I don't want to also use your ad manager and your campaign manager and your social media platforms. And you're like, no, because when I need to rip the guts out of this because you fail me, I don't want to have to go scrambling to piece everything back together. So this other one was just so hands-off. So just like, you want a podcast, here's how you're going to podcast, it will step out of your way. Everything else is like, do you want to add this? Hey, hey, kid, come, you know, here's some candy and we'll give you this. It's just like, (laughs) step away from me. No. Hands-off people, hands-off, like, hands-off my listeners, hands off the sponsors stop touching it leave me alone and like the other oh man and then some platforms are like oh man we've got this auto magic thing that'll like super um change your uh audio to make it sound really super great um and it's like well but i don't want that and it's like oh but we offer it and everybody loves it i'm like stop touching my audio right like i'm I did it the way I wanted it to. What are you doing? And uh, what was the other one? Oh, it was um. Oh, they were bragging about their the one podcast hosting platform now does podcast editing, but the only way to edit it is in a web browser. Ew! Like, so you need access to the internet to edit a podcast, and I'm like, why would you do that to That's yourself? Weird. Like, like, what are you even do- doing? Like, I just. The assumptions. So anyway, I found out yet again. That's real odd. I'm a bit particular about things, and I kind of like them the way they. And I don't. I don't like people meddling and touching things. And so I. So I over the course of like thirty six hours. I mean, I have sent hundreds and hundreds of emails to support, and I kind of got my hand slapped because, um, I thought, oh, 
um, I sent my initial question to them that was like, um, help me import this. I'm having problems. Um, but then as I hunt and peck around, I'm like, oh, why? Uh, I have other questions. And so what did I do? Well, I opened a new uh, help request ticket for that question because it's, oh. not, per- it's not pertinent to my initial question, right? Yeah, like, no, but then he's all being one because it's the same person asking Oh questions. my gosh. I got my hand slapped so hard. Um, and I was like, I was like, okay, just so that we're very clear. At, at the person who's helping me with with importing, you also want me to direct the question to him about why the branding feature isn't changing the color on the podcast page, but not the podcast website that you're hosting for me. And why the contrast color is auto-generating a color that is hideous and doesn't work. And you also want me to answer, address the question to him about what, whether I can change the font on the podcast page because what is currently there cannot be read by any human alive or dead or in the future. <laughs> you, you really want me to address all these same questions while I'm pestering him, while the direct isn't working? Like, <laughs> like, like, okay, like, I will. Um, so as I was hunting and pecking, I would just fire off emails to him. I, wasn't, I could not wait for him to just respond one at a time. Um, I just had to get these questions off. And so he would send me a response with like eight bullet points of my question and answers to each of them. And I, this was fine, except then he stopped. He wouldn't answer some question or they'd fall off, which is why I liked the individual ticket idea, because then I could keep track of them and I would know what was getting answered and not answered. But that's not what they wanted. And well, so, yeah, but on there and that'd be if every single person did that, that'd be seven billion tickets to look at and if half of them were going to the same person anyway that's that's a little much (laughs) i kind of get it but again like the question that i have about onboarding and thing is also not related at all or in any reason to why whenever i do i drag and drop the audio file does the top of the screen jitter up and down such that i can't click into the episode title to select the auto generated title so that i can delete it and type something else and I have to wait for it to stop moving. Like, that yeah, but like this guy is also like website support. And so like, I, I can't imagine a vast number of these questions having to go to different people. Right. Like I'm imagining that a lot of them, there may be a couple, but I'm pretty sure he could probably do all of it. I'm right. sure he can as well. It just, it doesn't fit my brain. Just not the speed at which you want it done. Oh, not, it's not, even, it. not even that. It's, it's the, <laughs> it's the, it doesn't make sense. This, like I, I am capable of having different conversations for like, of like, I have so many, I have a fire hose of questions. And it's actually easier for me to keep them separated in different text channels than have them all in one column. Like, I, I genuinely want to know why, why on earth, podcast people, when I upload a, a, <laughs> an audio file, I get a little, little flag that pops over in my browser that says success updated. That's the exact same update. When I hit publish, it comes across and says success updated and nothing changes about the website. Why is that upset? Why is that message the same? Two different actions were done. One should say publish. Success, published. Tell me. Anyway, that doesn't need to go I mean, in the same channel as like 
upside. It's been updated to published. Boom. No. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Like that that needs to be in a different conversation for the like deep technical questions of to why the stats tracker that I'm asking you to put in isn't working and you're having to remove the underscores. Like why? Like so I'm having to have a bo- a conversation with the gentleman both about why the update tag is the exact same that pops up in the upper right hand corner of the website <coughs> while also asking why does the stats tracker that I've been using for the past three and a half years not work for your system? And please explain that to me. Like, well, I mean, the first question is the answer. To the first question is the website was coded such that there is one message for everything because trying to have different messages, there was, it's probably just faster and easier to do it that way. But they should Let's even be have real. That's the reason. That's the reason why, because it's easier to code it that way. Instead of having to code different pop-up responses to different actions that you take. But they're different actions. Right. The real reason is it's easier. Because <laughs> it's easier. I know. That's the real reason. It's easier. <laughs> the other thing I want to know is... I solved it. Why, when I'm uploading an audio file and it's loading, do two little <laughs> icons that ask me to add episode artwork flash like they're having a rave in the lower right-hand corner, like uncontrollably, and then as soon as the upload is stopped, they stop flashing. Is that a me browser? Is that right. a it might be you design? Thing. Is that like, but I've tried it in multiple browsers and none of them, all, like they all do that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> out of the list of problems that you're currently having, that one is probably like at the bottom of the list. So I think you need to <laughs> prioritize your little questions. I can process because what what do I have left? Uh, the, the problem I have now has been solved by me uploading all of the <laughs> files. Right? I can plug and chug, and I I've got seventeen tab browsers tabs open in the browser, and I'm just dragging, dropping, checking the files against the other my website. Right? I'm doing that. Meanwhile, what am I doing? I'm clicking buttons and going. What are social settings? What's the di- like? Here's oh, oh what's no the dear. difference? But what's the difference between website legacy and podcast page and podcast website who knows there's no documentation on that did you search the knowledge base of course i did every every question every word keyword i could think of about website legacy web page pod page podcast page nothing pops up that's why i'm asking you helpful tech support explain the difference to me it's like oh my gosh aaron aaron i think he's going crazy it's just i think I think he's finally broken. It's not that art. Yeah. Oh, I think he's... It, it, it sounds like owning a business just in general is just difficult. So I'm just going <laughs> to. So. I mean, this isn't any part of owning a business. This is, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like when. I, anyway, we won't get into this. I'm right. That's what I've decided. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like branding. Oh, this is the most annoying thing. I was like, I went in to change my, the branding to match the podcast colors and everything. I had to choose a theme, a font, line, gradient, whatever. Changed all that. And then I checked the web page that it was supposed to be. I checked, I, sorry, I checked my podcast page. Nothing had changed. So I asked tech support, amongst other questions, um, why did this not update? He said, oh, the branding doesn't impact your podcast page. So I screen grabbed the part of branding that says custom branding settings for your podcast page. And I sent that to him and I said, please explain what this does. And he was like, oh, I guess it does. And I was like, oh, no. <sighs> <sighs> except for when it doesn't, except for when it doesn't. 
not forgetting this. Forgetting this. So anyway, that's fun. <laughs> but that that's been I've been doing since Tuesday, and I've seriously like hundreds of emails. Um, and then each time you have a question, they're like, "Oh, we can't handle that, but you should call this other people, which is another company that we bought." And I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." Annoying. There you go. Sounds like the real answer to Colin's problems is Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Busting up the trusts, man. Blam! Get out of here with your conglomerates. Smashing them back into small individualized companies with my stick. That's what we need. Well, here's more Teddy Roosevelt. Seriously, here's the most annoying part. Okay, the podcast company. Okay, and then I'm seriously done, and then we'll all go to bed. Um, okay. The podcast company that I'm going with, that we're going with, is like, like one that's been around since 2005, and blah blah, and everyone liked it, and whatever. whatever. I don't like everyone it. except Colin. I don't like the back end. I don't. <laughs> I don't. There are three buttons here that I never want to see. Why do I? Can I turn off the alerts for events? Why am I being invited to a webinars by my podcast hosting company? Get away from me! Because they Stop. want you to know how to expand your market. They want, what do they want? They want to convince me to use more of their paid services from the companies that they bought so they can justify it to their shareholders. Point, point. Here's my point. Um, well, yes. They've got but. this thing over here called Advertise Cast. Sorry, that'll give it away whoever you use. Advertise Cast. I had a question to support. This is, hey, I currently have advertisers. In my old co- podcast um, host company, I could set up campaigns for each of them that I could turn on and off as they sponsored so that I could track statistics for each one of them. And they were like, oh, okay. Oh. Makes right? sense. Like, yeah. like they said, Oh, we want to, we want to sponsor you for three months. So I could go yeah. in and I could create something that says, you know, m- summer sponsorship, June, yeah. July, August. And then I could look at the stats for that and report that back out to the people. That was an inbuilt thing that I thought was super cool. Okay. This one, they don't have integration, but what they will do is they'll go, Oh, we bought advertised cast. Um, they'll find you a sponsor. And I'm like, no, no, uh, I have like, one. <laughs> I have and they're like, oh, well, we can't do anything with that. <laughs> but you can, why don't you list your podcast on here and find a sponsor? And I'm like, no, no, I, I, I have one. I have them. And they're like, oh, okay. Or like Patreon. Patreon is a big, big thing where a lot of people can do, do direct support of podcasts. This yes. one, this company, this podcast hosting, bought a Patreon competitor. So any question that you have about integrating oh. Patreon, which is a which is a which is widely used, my other uh, yeah. my other podcast host had a feature where you could link the two your Patreon to your feed and go oh, only publish this directly to my Patreon supporter. Right? Yeah. People use Patreon for exclusive all, content, all sorts of things. And then I could go into Patreon and I could also give them, you know, discounts or whatever, or the monthly meetup or whatever. And the, any questions, newsletter, even, even, yeah, even, even if they, if you mentioned the word Patreon, they're like, oh, we don't integrate with Patreon. We have our own company and that you can use and you'll need to do, answer all questions to them. And this is where I got really ticked off because I, <laughs> Okay, that's idiotic, right? It's like they said, contact this company's support. Okay, contact this company, meaning it sounds like it's third party, right? It's not. I I contacted help at companyname.com. Libsyn, oh, sorry, Ah, scratch that, Colin. Uh, 
my podcast host support person contacted me about that inquiry. <laughs> mm. They are doing support now for this other company. Yes, because they own it now. Because they own it. Mm. It's infuriating. That's pretty awful. It's infuriating. So you think you're talking to all these third parties, but you're not. You're just talking well, back to the company <clears> to <throat> the front of th- this is the kind of thing that just burns me where it's like, get out of my way. Let me choose who to use and integrate because what they are yeah, doing that's is fair. making that choice for you and going, no, no, don't use these other things. We, you can't actually integrate with these other things. You, if you want some of those features, you must use what we've decided you should use for you. That's and really I, weird. I First of all, who bought the Patreon competitor thinking they could do something with it? Right? Like, come on. That's just bad business. Right? You don't need that. Right? There's, uh, like, I understand trying to, like, broaden the market and market share and all that nonsense, but there's clearly one (laughs) service that everyone knows about and wants to use. So what on earth are you thinking buying a competitor that, and the reason you bought it is because it was failing. Yeah. Let's be clear. It wasn't for sale because it was doing well. Yeah. Right. And you think people want to use that instead of the thing that, they already are using probably that's come on get yeah. out of here that's the thing like I, we have some we, there are some supporters that use it to support a myriad of other things yeah people and they're already on it and now you're going to ask me to like integrate with this bespoke one-off where my people are going to have to have another login and another thing to manage and another thing to check like, yeah no no stop like so this is this that's where I get so frustrated is because the companies have decided they want to be the everything, right? They don't want just to be your hosting because that's boring and they can't make a lot of money at that. So all these other things I'm talking about, this advertise thing, this Patreon thing. Oh, they also build you a custom website. All those are things that they have bought and now are subscription services to you, obviously. (laughs) And sure, if you go all in, will it work great? I don't know. Probably not because there are three separate companies trying to integrate into one company and whatever. They're putting it all together for you and basically like, no, no, we have all this. And then um, you have to decide like they're just doing it for you and and they're losing focus. And that's then you as the creator, the person aren't able to actually go and do other stuff outside of that because they make it harder to integrate. And like now, so trying to find a host that's like reliable, that's going to be around for a long time, and also is not trying to become a global conglomerate for everything true. is almost impossible at this point. None of the ones that are reliable or highly um, praised, they're all highly praised from five, ten years ago before they got into growing and trying to get into all this other crap and bloat, um, which again is why I like this other host because they just said, we're a host, period. And here are some simple tools that you might that that can help you. Except we're not for dictate how yeah, except for actually working. Except um, for they have no <laughs> no support. Zero. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So again, again, I have to recognize I have all these complaints with the big caveat that my other host is just 
not working. It's true. <laughs> so I wonder where they're located. I wonder if they're like server bank or something like blew up or like <laughs> that's that's my if only- it's in California, if it just like burned down. <laughs> no, right? Like, oh well, you see, we had yeah. this server building and it's on fire. It's um yeah. so <clears throat> I don't know. I I'm again oh, it's and it's so frustrating because the other thing is, is people just say, Oh, just use them. Use the new host. And it's like, with what? For what? I can't go through my entire workflow of pu- it, publishing an episode with no episodes. Like, what are you talking True. About? True. <laughs> like, it's like, and then problem. Like, oh, just like, get a free trial and hunt around. It's like, it, honestly, what I'm looking at right now, had I been able to see this back end during a free trial, I would not be very impressed given the limited range and arrangements of stuff that they have. Like there's no labels. I can't like in order to see what a button does, it's just an icon. You have to physically hover over it to get more information. Like, Mm. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I live in the world of computers. You can label stuff. Like, (laughs) no, no, you have to go with the like weird esoteric Encarta 97 feature that <laughs> hovering oh. with the get out of here with that. What is that? That's not what he wants to hover him out. Come on. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't make any sense. So they don't, you know, they don't, uh, <clears throat> not what they, okay. They, they, they have focused on other things of like, Oh, now we must be, we must provide services to you and help you be a wonderful content creator. And I'm just like, stop. Like again, just, just, I, I just want you to host my. That's all I want. I only True. want you to host my files and just stop it. Stop. I'm already doing all the other stuff. Go away. No, and I know they're like, oh, but isn't it annoying? Like you see these pitches of like, isn't it annoying to have all these other things and have to? It's like, no, I actually like that because then as soon as one decides to, you know, kick the bed, I can just plug in something else and keep True. moving in my own direction, and I don't have to worry about uprooting everything. So I'll never click these four buttons over here on the left of my dashboard. <laughs> Social destinations, advertise, membership, and website. And can I, get, can I get rid of them? Can I choose to hide them? No, they're there no. permanently. Well, you know. It's all right. Until you switch hosts next year. Bum, bum, <laughs> well, you know, now that I'm doing all this manual labor to put all this stuff in, I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe I... <laughs> Maybe once I I've cleaned up everything, uh, maybe I do just do another redirect in a month and uh, get to figure something else out that actually sure. works. So, Colin launching his own hosting yeah. site soon. Exactly. Be <laughs> watch out for that. It's like twenty twenty never. <laughs> so, uh, right, here here you go to leave you on a happy note, Colin. Yeah, did you need some good news in your life? Yeah. I need to. I feel like it's important to tell you. It is, in fact, Shark Week this week. Oh man, we missed it. Okay, so think about sharks. Think about happiness. We've got to discover we, what we have to do. Re- really, here is uh, I've seen some of the people they have on on the the hosting Shark Week. <clears throat> we have to come up with a concerted effort, online campaign to get ourselves on Shark Week. Okay. <laughs> think about what we. I'm thinking. I don't know what we can do. I think we could. I don't know. Maybe we should investigate bull shark activity in the Mississippi River. Huh? How exciting would that this be? What I'm saying. I think we need to go ahead and link stuff up together. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I, th- I think we just need to go on site and do and do uh, our take on oh, Shark Week podcast version. That's what we Boom. need to do. There we go. There we go. Got it. So, I uh, just wanted to bring bring you some happiness. There are sharks about, right? Very exciting. Uh, I will tell you, Shark Week this year still does love that stationary over direct overhead drone shot right of the boat not as much as it did last year last year it was insufferable it was ridiculous get out of here with like every single show had the same shot of like the drone directly like a hundred feet above the boat looking straight down stop it but we still have that but it's less so that's good news we've evolved a little bit so pretty good Pretty good science quota on this year's Shark Week as well, I will say. In the past, eh, last year, I think I was very cross about the ridiculousness level that was happening. This year is pretty good so far. So, we'll okay. see. So, challenge. Challenge next week. We'll put together our own Shark Week episode. <clears throat> and there you go. Audio there you go, Aaron, only. There you go, Aaron. Dream Shark Week. What are you exploring for sharks? Um, I always thought it was cool when they did like the, the catatonic thing. Oh, like, yeah. This like shark like upside down, and <clears throat> so that or I was always a big fan of that one show that like they always had like a, a, a what was it called like a bait boat, and they would like lure like a great white shark off like this platform. And then, like, they would lift up the platform so you could see, like, how big the shark was. Dude, that was... I remember that episode. That was crazy. (laughs) That was dope. I want to do that. (laughs) That was a good one. There you go. Bring your shark report next week. There you go. Two pages, double space. Wow. Thanks. MLA format, right? Times New Roman. One internet citation. Oh, no. The rest books. No. Not Wikipedia. Ah! Please visit the local library or the school library down the hall and talk with the librarian about appropriate resources and reference how to determine whether something is reputable or not. But I'm bummed. There you go. Okay. Okay. We'll do this. All right. Challenge. Also, possible, another challenge I think we should do. Favorite shark movie not named Jaws. Okay, let's actually let, that'll be that'll be yeah that'll be challenge. the actual shark movie, <laughs> challenge shark movie not named Jaws because that could be a good Shark Week segment of true like, of, like, good. to discuss what and that's really right up our alley anyway yeah this is be real okay so challenge next week <clears throat> our favorite shark movie not named Jaws sound good Aaron. Yeah, I'm good to me. Okay. All right. Just one, or do we need to come up with like a listicle of like top five not named Jaws? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we'll think about that one on text. We'll see okay. how that goes. Okay. Our super secret channel. Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, with that, we'll uh, close her up and uh, talk to you guys next time. All right. Okay. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Bye.